Welcome back to the Nickel and Dom Football Show. It's your boy, Suds. I'm here with the kid, Drew, the man behind the wheels of steel. It is week one, and we're back. We made it. We made it. Thank you. Clap, pat, pat yourselves on the back. Pat yourselves on the back. This week one slate is phenomenal. So get ready, sit back, relax, kick your feet up. Welcome to the Nickel and Dom Football Show. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. I am out on a comedy tour, so that's why you got the different surroundings about us, but that's not going to stop oh, yeah. me from coming and talking to y'all about football, because guess what? It's week one. I can't miss week one. Who am I? We've done all these shows the last two years. How am I going to miss week one? You know what I mean? In so, this week one. In this, this week one. This week one. Yes. This, Have this you seen this is... schedule? Have you seen this man, schedule? Bro, I mean, and they're they're kicking it off with a high intrigue high uh highly publicized really game in the cowboys and buccaneers which we will talk about a little bit later but i i gotta be honest with you drew that's not even the meat of what this week one schedule is looking like so many good matchups man so we'll get into the matchups here in a second because we get to go back to our old format you know no more previews no more digging deep into depth charts or anything we get to bring you man crush sundays again we get yes. to bring you our matchups of the week we get to bring you in locked in our get our locks you know like We're i'm the, pumped to yeah. be here yeah 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 i'm i uh i think your boy wound up taking the locks last year is that is that uh you did. That it great? came down to the super bowl and uh it my did. wife chiefs let me down well we got so much fun stuff to talk about man let's go ahead and get into these housekeeping notes Nice. Uh, Tyrod Taylor officially gets the nod for the Texans. My man gets yeah. a shot with Houston, and I'm excited for him, man. I think it's going to be great. You know, Tyrod Taylor, my man's never been healthy for a full year. Like, that would be awesome if we could get a full, healthy Tyrod Taylor. The cards are stacked against him in Houston, but mm-hmm. at least we might get a healthy Tyrod Taylor. This might be his last run, you know what I mean, before he has to call it a career. Well, it, it definitely could be. I think like he is definitely prone to be a backup, if not a starter. Um, definitely because like he's got plenty of starting experience. I think what actually got him the job is when I saw him running away from Joe Tryon. I mean, he was he was quick. So um, I think that solidified it for for for, uh, for Dave for David Cully. Uh, but listen, Ty, Tyrod, the last time you really saw him get active like that was when he took the bills the to the playoffs i mean it was uh i believe he did take him to the playoffs that year that that uh he started 110 games i believe so um he's a guy who can get it done now he gets it gets another shot unfortunately for him it's with the texans uh <laughs> there is that is there ain't the, much yeah. there so it's he gonna have to be the michael jordan of houston to elevate that team anywhere because yeah. i just don't see it happening yeah, because a lot of his his playmakers, he's got he's got like sixty two running backs behind him, but I don't know about the the wide yeah. receivers. Yep, full squad uh, of RBs. But Ravens give tight end Mark Andrews a four year fifty six million extension, making him the third highest paid tight end in the league. And I feel like that fits. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. a Kittle, he's not a Kelsey, but he's he's there. Yeah, I mean, well, as far as volume, definitely. Um, yeah. You know, he's got to he's got to stay a little bit. I got to stay uh, stay healthier. But uh, I saw the debate already go off on Twitter that if Mark Andrews is getting, you know, what he got, Darren Waller oh, is licking his. He's about to break the bank, so, man. 
Yeah. He's going to be the yeah. highest, uh, highest paid tight end when it's said and done. I think so. Not, <clears throat> not necessarily based off of stats or current, you know, stats or anything like that, but definitely a mixture of current stats and potential. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think and also the year, the market, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, if yeah, he gets exactly. paid a year or two later, he's going to get more money. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the, that's the third leg. That's the third leg. <laughs> this kind of shocks me, man. This caught me out of nowhere, man. Uh, 49ers signed cornerback Josh Norman to a one-year deal. Mm, the 49ers, uh, apparently, you know, like for as good as their defense is, there have been a lot of talk that the secondary was probably going to be the weak link so i'm not surprised but what i i just want to make sure that josh norman is emotionally ready to be back after <laughs> that stiff arm <laughs> i mean they the 49ers gave him a year to to get it right because if he doesn't get it right if he can't get it right mentally from that Derek can't Henry, get it right uh shut <laughs> from hell yeah then Oof. uh they're gonna cut their losses man what you what you think about it though I think I think he uh, is definitely in the uh, the the latter part of his career. You know what I mean? Like my man hadn't been the player we thought he was going to be coming out of Carolina and moving over to um, yeah. even Washington. Consistent, like consistent, but not like exactly not like what you thought he was going to be coming out like th those nasty years, latter years oh, in Carolina. He had so many good years, and I I was all for paying him. I was like, we better pay him. And then we yeah. didn't, and I was a little sour about it. But then I saw his play, and I was like, ooh, I'm kind of glad we didn't. Well, okay, so let me ask you this. Though. <laughs> do, you think, do you think, though, okay, let's just ask the question. Had Norman stayed in Carolina, would his career, would, they, would he still have elevated amongst what he actually, you know, wound up getting to? I mean, that's a good so, question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is a, a very good question. And I, I, that's one of those great shoulda, coulda, wouldas. You know what I mean? Because, like, mm -hmm. I feel like he would have had another year or two of mm -hmm. like that productivity in Carolina. Right. Um, but I mean, we also started going through some changes too. You know what I mean? So like different uh, quarterbacks, yeah. different coordinators. Yeah. So who's to say he would have fit in with the scheme we brought, you know? So true. True. But maybe and the only, I guess it is, it's, it's, it's a shoulda, woulda, coulda, but it just goes to show that sometimes the change change of scenery is not necessarily no. exactly what you need for your career, even if you're getting the money. Because Washington gave him the money. They paid you know him. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But I can't blame him though. I, I'll never no. I'll never blame somebody for taking the money. God but, no. It'll hurt because you know. it's my not my team anymore, but you can't blame right. Me. I'm with you. Uh also, I mean, I guess it was just a great couple of days for quarterbacks because the Saints are gonna take a chance on Desmond Trufant. Uh, uh, another team that needs secondary help. Um, them, they, they, they trying to do everything they can, man. Like, yeah. I, I am so curious to see what the Saints are going to look like because they lost a lot and they tried to patchwork a lot. It's a lot of sheetrock uh, in, in the Little Caesars Dome right now. That's all I'm yeah. saying because they are patching holes, man, just trying to do anything they can. And I'll be honest, Drew, I want to know what it looks like. I yes. want to know what it looks like post-Drew Brees uh with the J with Jameis went so many so many and so much intrigue man that's so why it's a little foreshadowing that's why it's one of my matchups so we will dig deeper into that matchup what, exactly what we're gonna right. get with the Saints week one uh right. here in a little yeah. bit so stay tuned uh looking pretty good for Giants fans though because it's looking like uh the Saquon Barkley 
Galladay, Tony, and Rudolph are all set to play week one. Uh, Barkley got into some pads and had some contact drills and everything looked okay there. Doesn't look yeah. like Evan Ingram's going to be ready week one. So they're definitely going to need Kyle Rudolph ready to go um, yeah. to help anything, anything to help <laughs> Jones, anything. I mean, I, I could, as soon as you told me that Ingram was not going to be ready, I could hear the collective groan from New York they that, that he is not going to play. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, love him, that much and, I just, I just don't understand. Like, he does not need to give New York any more fuel for hating him. You know what I'm saying? No. I like, it, <clears throat> call it a prediction, call it what you want, but Evan Ingram will not be there next year like i don't think he's gonna be i don't think he can play his way into staying in new york but that's fair what what i don't know if he'll make the season i don't know if he'll make it through the season that that could trade bait you definitely could hit the nail on the draft platform or something yeah yeah. and not and not only that but like especially if if rudolph starts to, to 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 play to what he probably could have been the last couple of years had not, you know, not the injuries, things like that. But I got to give it to your man, Gettleman, though. Oh, uh, foreshadowing. Right, right. <laughs> now nah, I always mess with what you know, but like, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy to see because like Gettleman's has some huge misses, which you can attest to, but he had a, the rare case of foresight, Sean and uh, Kyle Rudolph in the off season. So good for him. Saquon, I, I want to see him play. I, yeah. I don't Daniel Jones just stutters. Daniel Jones. That's, that's all I got, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting because they have a very interesting matchup week one with Denver. You know, and Denver's defense is no slouch either. So yeah, that's actually I feel like for where both of those teams are and where we think they're gonna finish in their respective divisions, that's actually a good matchup because you get to see yeah. which of the two is better and who's more week. It's more hopeful right. as a fan base. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Throw, throwing the like the week one randomness out, I think it's a very good matchup for the both of those two teams. I like it, man. Uh, well, the last housekeeping note I got is kind of a doozy because <clears throat> this can make or break their year. Uh, TJ Watt might be holding out in Pittsburgh. He has not man. been at team-related drills, and does they they don't know if he's going to play week one. Yeah, I knew that you were going to be all over this one and that's i mean that's my pick for defensive player of the year yeah and i don't i just didn't see this coming like i mean i i, I do any and i, I think he'll about get paid. it you know like today was like one no. of the first days because he is he is set to make 10 and a half mil this year which mm-hmm. if we're talking elite defensive players pretty low true i mean very low like very low and I think he gives you exactly what those elite rushers are are getting paid right now. You know what I'm saying? If not more than that, uh, can, can, considering what some of these guys are getting paid. But not only that, but the, the, the week one matchup, the team that is arguably going to be at the top of your conference is week one. And it's, I mean, if you can come out the gate and get a win, that bodes large for your season. So right. I can't, I don't understand that. Like this is, it's imperative that they try to get him back in the fold. In the end, do you think he plays, Drew? I don't know because here the one thing that worries me is Steelers are notorious for not negotiating during the season. You know what I mean? They have a strong stance yeah. on we'll deal with this. That's what the offseason's for. We don't negotiate. So the fact 
I'm a little like I, I I would like to know a little bit more. I tried to do some digging and I couldn't find too too much because you know Pittsburgh yep. is a pretty tight lipped organization yep. uh, in the first place. But um, Which is why we didn't hear gotta, about why. Yeah, I mean something's got to give though because this is their star player on this defense. So they're going to rely heavily on because the offense isn't what it used to be. Juju's looking at being like a third, the third best receiver when they were banking on this dude being the number one receiver. Number like, one, yeah. The offense needs as much help as it possibly can, and you're talking about just being stubborn and keeping your best defensive player off the field? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I think that, like, Tomlin Tomlin is a guy who, if, if somebody's going to do something different, I do appreciate what he might be able to do, but he's got to buck that trend, or he's got he's to do something, especially if, if those who are closest to TJ really think he's going to sit this one out. Right. I would be if I'm Tomlin, I'm calling his agent, but like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> off the record. Yeah. This isn't Pittsburgh talking. This is right. this is your boy Mike talking. It's your boy, it's your boy Mike. DJ gonna be there Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and like as soon as that line drops, if if I hear anything like this, uh, uh you pay him. Pay yeah, him. I'm going, I'm like <laughs> pay him. <laughs> I'm gonna have the, the GM on the other phone, but like if yep. you don't open your bank account. If it, 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 I want his iPhone to ding as soon as with a with a deposit sign from his bank. That's what as soon as as soon as mm-hmm. that call goes down, because you need to pay him. I mean, it's yeah. it, and not only that, but you lost Bud Dupree, offensive line. Like this is a key call guy for your team, and you need him. Pay him because it's a big question mark on how they're going to do this season. If TJ Watt's not there, it's no longer a question mark. Nope. In the, and in I the think it's that he way. is that is that big. Like he yeah. can yes, I like it. All right, well, that's it for housekeeping notes, man. So I am so happy to say this, man. Let's talk man crushes. Man crush Sundays are back. Are back. Let's go. What position would you like to start with first, sir? Uh, if you don't man. know our man crush, if you're new, which we're thinking, okay. we're hopefully yeah, we got yeah, some exactly. new people coming in. You know, we're just yeah. assuming everyone knows what we're talking about. Well, one of our favorite segments from last year that we're going to keep doing this year is called our Man Crush Sundays. So we're going to go through quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense. We're going to tell you who we think has a good matchup for the week and who's got some fantasy value for you. Where, What spot would you like to start with with the Man Crushes? Um, I think we should go – let's go running back. Uh, okay. Everybody probably tried to go running back heavy in their drafts um, because there aren't a lot of them. So let's start there. Let's start there. All right. What you got? Who's your running back for week one of the 2021 um, football season? I am going with this person because knowing them, they may not be available for all 17 games. It is Dalvin Cook of there the Minnesota Vikings Get him early. against – Get him yeah, got to get him early. And you know he's going to ball. You know he's going to ball. Going against the uh, Bengals, and while their defense is retooled, I don't know that they are uh, deft enough, um, able enough to stop a running back like Dalvin Cook. That's so, fair. Going down, what got, you got, bro? I kind of got the same kind of mentality, but. I think he's going to play the whole season, but my man is chomping at the bit to get back on the field. And it's Christian McCaffrey, man. Carolina Panthers going up against the New York Jets. I yes. think he's going to wild out. Yeah, yeah. I could – I'm I'm very excited to see him off of a year off. And, like, 
I don't know. It, he has the, like, not only does he have, is the most dynamic running back in the league, but he has the frame that you would think would bounce back because he's not super heavy. He's not super tall. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's a, he's a smaller guy. He should be able to get back just by not doing just due to not having the extra weight on him. So I'm excited. Yes, dude. I cannot wait. I think the Carolina Panthers offense as a whole, if you saw last week, you know, Matt Simon agrees with me because every single Panther player was one of his <laughs> yeah, I did yeah, not see yeah. that coming. That had me. Running. I I didn't see it come clearly by my reaction. I did yeah, not see that. He didn't coming. even prepare um, me for that. But that's what is whatever. But no, I think uh, I think Carolina is going to have a good day. If we struggle, I don't think it's going to be week one. I think we do pretty good against the Jets. Uh, so I think it's safe yeah. to say. All right, next All up, right, let's go. Uh, let's go tight end. Because I got the birthday boy, Mr. New Contract himself. I think Mark Andrews, Monday night against the Raiders. Because I yep. looked, and the Raiders don't – they don't have anything that really scares me, the linebacker. And that's who's probably going to match up with him. So, yeah, going Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Andrews, especially in this uh, particular matchup. Um, I'm very curious on the other side. I'm not going with this guy, but very curious to see what Waller does coming out the exactly. gate. Exactly. I'm going to say I tucked him away. I saved him for a later week, you know, right, <laughs> right, where he's right. at week nah. one because he's my I got you. tight end. Oh, yeah. I like. I actually like this tight end, and I think they're going to get uh, blown out, but they'll be throwing a lot. Give me TJ Hawkinson, bro. Give me Hawkinson. Um, there you go. I, okay. Yeah, I think that, that – I mean, who else they got? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, no, just, and they should be they should be down a lot. So he yeah. should get volume, if anything. Um, especially in a PPR league, I think yeah. Hawkinson could be a great not only this week, but for the long haul as well, as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, I think my man could get you like 12, 13 points and maybe not even break a hundred yards, you know? Yep. Yep. All right, where do you want to go next? Oh man, I think we should uh Let's throw let, right in the smack dab in the middle, right in the middle of the line. Let's go quarterback. Let's okay. go quarterback. All right. Yeah. Who you got? Who's, go your, who's your QB one? Who was my QB one? It is none other than the boy, Thomas Brady, coming out uh, the gate. We can one. I say ditto? I also. <laughs> yeah, I think Tom. <laughs> Uh, with that line, uh, with what the defense is able to do week one, you know, like he's going to want to come out and, and and do his thing, bro. And we're better a stage. People are saying, like, I heard somebody say that he is not, he is a lesser quarterback than, than Dak Prescott. Now, maybe in age, but uh, I, I don't know. Well, we won't see funny, him Thursday. What's funny is if you put those same people that say he might be a lesser quarterback than Dak Prescott, you put a million dollars on the line and tell them they got one drive with one quarterback. <laughs> tell them pick that. Who you taking? You know, yeah, like, I, uh, right? The million call that the million dollar challenge. Right? You know what I'm saying, right? Like everybody for challenges need, these days. That's how you needed to to rank your quarterbacks. Is who who? Because how many NFL games do you see come down to that last drive? And it all yeah. depends on if that quarterback that your team spent money on can score in a, in a minute and a half or not. Yeah. And then like another level, do you need three or do you need seven? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that's another level. So, but no, I think, but in, in part of what's going to make Tom 
pretty good this week is because we don't know what the Cowboys defense is going to do. What what is that day when defense look like? Yeah, bad until proven good. You know what I mean? So they might they might have some hope. They might be on the on the up and up with with uh, Mr. Parsons and you know some other additions they made. But yeah, a bad defense until proven otherwise to me. You know what I mean? No, and that uh, what is it? Prove prove it to me. Like I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And and talking about storylines, I. Very curious to see uh, not only Levante David and Devin White, what they're able to do coming off the Super Bowl, but I want to see what the boy Parsons, I mean, he, apparently they're building that defense around him. I want to see how they utilize him. Is the game too big for him? So many things. Like, so, That's so what many I think things. it's a great kickoff show, man. And uh, I'm a little bummed I'm going to be in Atlanta doing a show, but I'm definitely going to watch those highlights. But oh, yeah. the only thing I can think of Tom Brady not being a productive quarterback week one is if this defense just does not let Dallas score and y'all just run the ball. That's the only thing. But, I mean, you have – like, y'all shown in the past that even under those circumstances, Tom's still going to get his. So, I feel right. okay with that. And, and another uh, – talking about a fantasy aspect, strictly a fantasy aspect before we move on to the next, but uh, unless you got something else, Drew. But I, I got to say, listen – Ronald Jones, sneaky pick this week. I think okay. Ronald Jones is a sneaky pick this week because just like you alluded to, Drew, everybody is expecting Tom and Dak to pass the ball all over the place when, in fact, I think that until Dallas, again, to Drew's point, hitting the nail on the head, until Dallas proves that their defense is ready to take, why not just run the ball, man? Like, Rojo is a hoss, and I think he can easily eclipse 100 yards in this game let alone if Rojo decides to catch the ball this damn week, okay? Like, I, I think Rojo could really hit it out of the park. Um, If I had him on my team, I would start him. And I don't know, to the downside, I don't know, unless Rojo just doesn't have it, I don't know what Leonard Fournette might be doing this week, just to give you I was going to say, if y'all find success running the ball, I could see them both doing okay. You know what I mean? If there's success, then, yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. so, a food for thought, the Tampa Bay running back. Right. Uh, well, who's who's your defense this week? We'll save the stud receiver for last. Who's your defense this week? Defense um, this week, honestly, sneaky good pick, Carolina Panthers, man. Carolina Panthers, their defense, um, based on what they showed last year, based on not knowing what uh, Sala is going to be able to do with uh Zach Wilson it's his first week is the game too big for him I don't know I think Carolina could be primed I think Brian Bone Burns might no wait wait I'm gonna be going against Becton oh Brian Burns Makai Becton Elijah Vera Tucker oh the offensive line versus defensive line in this game I'm very intrigued by oh yeah. let me get it Hassan Reddick oh baby JC Horn oh baby and I'm gonna be back in Carolina for it so I'm gonna hopefully be on the TV for me Hey, let's go. <clears throat> well, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers because they are up against the Detroit Lions. And that's not only a testament to I think the 49ers defense is going to have a bounce back here, but I don't think the Detroit offense is going to do much. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, hit, Drew hit him with that finger roll layup. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Oh, and, and not only that, but like, God, it's just so many storylines. That's the that's the theme. That's the theme of this this episode right here. But this is a this should be a layup for the 49ers, Drew. So, like, are they ready? What if they lose to, to show what that I mean, defense? Both 
what is going to be the talk? What is going to be the talk of week two if the 49ers <sighs> lose to Detroit? I don't all know, that man. offseason drama. Yeah. You know, How about this? Year. How about this? At the end of the show, at the end of this, at the end of this episode, we'll both give based on everything that we just covered what we think the best storyline is going to be yes. going in the week. Okay. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, it's down to the wide receiver. Uh, I'm going Atlanta Falcons, Calvin Ridley, because I don't know who's going to guard him in on Philly. Yeah, I do not know. Um, I'll just give it because actually that was that was mine, too. Uh, well, I got well, I can I can I'll pivot. But Calvin really can. He, he ought to go off. I yeah. think Calvin Ridley's about to go off. <laughs> um, sneaky Kyle Pitts. This could be a good week for him as well. Like coming out the gate, uh, I think he'll get some volume too. But uh, DK Metcalf, I think eats this week. Um, also, I gotta say, and I, I got this guy in my starting lineup. I don't know how in the hell I got this player where I picked him. I gotta go with the boy Antonio Brown. I think he is a sneaky good pick uh, for this yeah. week. Um, just based on, I think, based on what I saw from Godwin, he's, he's going to be, a, he's going to be a who, man. Who out of there. those, who do y'all put in the slot when Evans got well, Godwin? Okay. So Godwin, Godwin, is, slot. Okay. Yeah, Godwin is the Larry, the, is the Larry Fitzgerald role. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like when Bruce said, like they moved Larry to the slot, Larry ate for years and solidified yeah. his hall of fame career. That's who Chris Godwin is. Mike's on the outside. Uh, and Antonio Brown is on the other outside. So if Antonio Brown is technically your third receiver, that guy, that's why I think he eats this week because yeah. they're playing off the third, you can game plan, third corner. You can only game plan for so many people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Embarrassment like, of riches, man. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, there's our, yeah. our man crush Sundays. It felt good to have, to, to have that back. Uh, well, let's move on to our matchups of the week. These are the matchups that we matchups. put a little exclamation point, a little star beside. Uh, we're gonna because all of these are great, but we're gonna talk about two a piece, yeah. uh, that we really like. So, Sean, who is your first matchup of the week to watch for? Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out of the way, <laughs> baby. It's the week one game, it's the very first game, it's Buccaneers, it's Cowboys. And uh, just strictly speaking for the Cowboys, let's go Cowboys first. Uh, I want to see if the offensive line's back. I want to see um, if everything that they told me Dak is ready to do is if he's able to do. Like if if there's any signs of lingering in, uh, uh, injury, Tampa's going to exploit it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I'm excited about I'm excited about Zeke Elliott. I would be more excited about Dallas if they weren't playing the Bucs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I want to see if this Tampa defense is ready to stop this trio of wide receivers, bro. Like, they Dallas has arguably one of the better receiving cores in the league. What are they giving me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that with Dak Prescott, who is a habitual 4,000-yard <laughs> passer, you know what I'm saying, 4,000 – we always talk Good. about Russ cooking, but Dak was cooking before he got hurt, man. Like, man, was having yeah, a Dak, been, Dak been cooking like, for a long time. Player yeah. Year. You know, Dak out here looking like a Michelin star chef. Okay. Yeah. Like, Dak, Dak, Dak been cooking. So, chef I Dak. love Dak. I, right. I love Dak. 
I want to see if the the Cowboys, I think, offensively will be in this game unless it just snowballs on and they get one dimensional. Because if the doubt if the Dallas defense comes to play, bro, then week one could be the very first game could be what we're talking about next week. You know what I'm saying? If, if Dak, if Dak, because we're not doing step up, Suds, Suds is step up candidates this week because we're going to right. game a week. Let everyone get situated. Everybody but, need to step up. But if Dallas throws the ball and throws the ball well, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see which Tampa Bay cornerback <laughs> or secondary member winds up on step up next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now, I mean, you know, uh, SMB had my ire last year. This coming in the offseason, I said it was going to be Jamel Dean. I'll be honest, like, I would man crush this man every Sunday, but Carlton Davis is my fucking guy. I love me some Carlton Davis, okay? But uh, listen, grave diggers, grave diggers, y'all better show up. (laughs) You heard it. You heard it. The secondary, they better be there. Uh, well, good, man. That's a great matchup. My first matchup of the week is two just NFC Titans. We've seen them in the playoffs going head-to-head the last few years. Uh, yeah. It's the Packers versus the new-look Saints. Ooh. Playing I'm, in Jacksonville. I'm so, We're not in New Orleans. so glad. We're in Jacksonville. Um, they don't have to worry about the, the logistic nightmare of, of, you know, hats off, prayers to all of, you know, Louisiana that's going through all that right now. Um, but – uh new orleans got a lot of questions man and i can't wait to see how they play out good or bad because you know as a panthers fan i really don't care if they're bad you know what i mean (laughs) right right but Jameis winston is the quarterback still got uh the coach there still got camara in the backfield still got slant oh that's right slant boys oh no slant boy the Swiss Army knife Taysom Hill is going to find his way on the field somewhere. And, I mean, they've got a pretty good defense. But as I've said before, and I'll say this again, I'm doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. I think Aaron Rodgers goes off this year. So, I want to see who – like, this could just be a shootout, man. And I'm all for it. It could be. The – oof. You, and, like, as soon as you said that, like, I was like, yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I was, I was, I was right there with you. And the, immediately I went back to, oh shit, Jameis Winston is in this shootout as well. And the reason why I say that is because him. my man can sling he, football. He can, but, th- but this is what I'm saying. And I've seen it all too much as a Bucks fan. If he gets into <laughs> these games trying to keep up, you could Saints fans could instantly see what their worst case scenario could be because you can get good Jameis throwing five TDs at the Eagles, you know what I'm saying? Or you can get Jameis trying to keep up with Aaron Rodgers, who you know is ready to sling it, and he could throw two or three picks. So this could be the arc. This could be the whole arc in this one game for Jameis Winston. I think think we get to see uh, a lot of where both these teams are going to land in the NFC hierarchy. You know what I mean? So that's that's what's very compelling to me is, are the Packers that true contender to Tampa Bay or how far are the Saints going to fall if they fall at all? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's a very good matchup. Um, a lot of a lot of questions get answered, and I like I said, I hope it's like forty five to like forty two. Like I'm, 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 I hope so. I hope so. That's just perfect. It's best case scenario. 
you know. All right. Well, my second matchup, uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers at Buffalo Bills. Great matchup, man. Little changing of the guard here. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Pittsburgh's been the the super villain uh, of the of the AFC. Uh, now the Bills are kind of taking over that hierarchy. Um, right. They we could this could be the start of Josh Allen's MVP campaign. You know what I mean? So like this very could welcome. be the very first uh, building block in uh, his best season to date. I want to know what the Steelers' offense looks like. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see who's going to be catching the ball for them. Uh, is Ebron still a red zone threat? Uh, is Claypool going to keep putting up the production that he we saw in his rookie year? Uh, right. And then, I mean, now that new layer of is TJ Watt even going to be on the field? Like, that blows my mind that that might not be a thing. Uh, it so really is, man. They could be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And I like – there's – are they going – well, one, I think – we immediately get to see the storyline of the offensive line of the Steelers. How are they going to hold up versus is Buffalo going to have a pass rush this year? I mean, right. like if they, if they're going the, the, one of those things has to give, we got to figure that out. Um, I definitely think Josh Allen well on his way uh, could be well on his way to an MVP type season. It starts here um, against what, was supposed to be a, a pretty good defense. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, uh, I wonder how that shakes out. Who is uh, – who's home in this matchup? Who's Buffalo. home in this matchup? Is it – Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia jumping yeah, through tables yeah. on Sunday, they, man. They about to go – they about to go crazy. They about to go crazy. Because also um, another layer to this matchup to watch is I want to see if Buffalo gets a running game started. True. True. That's very true. That's another question that Buffalo needed to answer last year and – arguably part of their downfall um but if they have that i think it puts them over the top and it takes something else off josh allen's plate you know what yeah. i'm saying like he shouldn't he shouldn't have to do it all i want him to do it all he can do it all but he, he shouldn't have he to should last year um, i mean don't get me wrong uh he had a very solid uh partner in crime in stefan Diggs last year but uh you're right he can't he, he can't be their sole running game Right, right. And I'm like, I believe me, I'm all in on Josh Allen because as soon as Stefan Diggs was ready for me to pick him, uh, he was right there and he was my I number one wide receiver. Trigger, uh, ready God. to go. I was not going to pass that man up. I was like, nope, saw too much last year. Let's go. Okay. I think you were two <laughs> picks before me. I think you're two picks before me. And oh, like, don't, I don't God. even want to get started. Tell you, go back and I'm telling you, go back and watch our fantasy episode last year or last, excuse me, last, last year too, but this year as well because both Matt and Drew, I could tell when they were picking because the picks were just too spot on. Like, I was like, <laughs> that has to be Drew. Has to be Drew. Because it was somebody that I would pick. And then, like, Matt would pick before me as well. And it'd be somebody that I – he Before's Matt the was the one who took Ronald Jones from me. God Before damn it. Record, Matt said, don't draft OBJ. Neither one of us did. OBJ. Did you? Matt did. Oh, the we won't see how that turns to. out. Right. I, hey, I, I, I can't say anything. I drafted Slant Boy, and hey, this was what this was in like four, yes, fourteenth round or something like that. I got, Crazy. I got Sony Michelle in like the thirteenth round. Yeah, and he's gonna get volumes. I want to see how it's gonna shake out. I got a beef with Yahoo. They yelled at me for taking Gus Edwards too far early, and I was like, "Are you not forgetting that he's the only running back on the <laughs> roster right now? Like, what do you mean too Maybe early? So. I could have taken that dude first number one. All it could have been justified. Yeah, yeah, you can make a case." 
You can make a case. They've, oh, a little side note that I forgot in housekeeping. Uh, Baltimore did work out um, uh, Gurley and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see if any yeah. of those stick uh, in Baltimore. I, I would like to see Le'Veon Bell in Baltimore, man. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see. I want to see if he still still has it because what he he didn't play last or did he play? No, he sat. He didn't cheat. Yeah, Andy Reid didn't do. Yeah. Why, why does I don't know why uh, Kansas City scoops up these veteran running backs? They finally just rolled with the team they got this year, but they had they were the last few years picked up these run. They Never up, uh, McCoy didn't play him. They pick up. Yeah, Bell don't play him. But this is this is the thing I think that we we talk about all the time, but we can't underestimate. Never underestimate the level of petty in this league because <laughs> it's it's fantasy rules. I'm just gonna pick you up and sit you so nobody else will have you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, forgetting that you know the coaches were the first fantasy uh, players. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. Well, who's your uh, second matchup of the week? All right. So my second matchup of the week. Uh, there are some good ones. But honestly, I got to go see Hawks Colts. I got to go see Hawks Colts. Um, the easy matchup to pick, obviously, and we'll touch on it here in a minute between the two of us, but Browns and Chiefs, we have to mention because of how large it looms um, for both teams. But these are two teams that I think will be there. Uh, two teams who I think will be in the fight way more so than the Browns and the Chiefs are Seahawks and the Colts. Um, a lot of people, I'd say it's, it, it seems like it's split down the middle. I am on the side that thinks the Seahawks aren't going to be as good this year. Um, and the Colts, with all their injury issues and Carson Wentz issues and all the questions surrounding them. <laughs> the Carson um, Wentz issues, that's the best way. That's basically what it is. He just comes with – he comes with a bag. He yeah. comes with a bag. He's a bag yeah. man. Um, so, but no, I, I want to see uh, – one thing I'm not worried about, Colts running game. I'm not worried about the running game between Naheem Hines and uh, our boy, the, the fan fan favorite of the show, John Taylor. Um, wish I'd have picked his ass. JTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, Michael Pittman now has to be the guy. So I want to see. I know Seattle's probably probably going to focus on him in the passing game. Is he able to overcome that? Um, I want to see if the Seattle defense is up to the task. I want to see. Is there turmoil going on on the sidelines if, if things don't start to go right with Lil Russie and uh, and the coach? Khaki wearing uh, Pete Carroll, baby. I want to see. 87-year-old Pete Carroll. Right. He 45. Silver Fox. <laughs> Say it. Like, I, like, just, and does, is there somebody who's going to jump out of the running game of Seattle? Like, Drew, That's there's so many deal. questions yeah. that I need to that I need to have answered. I'm not worried about the Seattle receivers. Not not going worried through, about man. Like doing, looking back on our preview shows with each division, man. There's a lot of teams that don't necessarily have established run games. That's yeah, very interesting. Okay, so answer me this, Drew. Like you that that you jarred a question in my head. Have we gotten to a point where, because there are a lot of teams that don't have established runners, have we gotten to a point where now running backs, running back by committee may not be the way and you need a dynamic no guy? Yeah. I think I think it definitely works better for different teams. You know what I mean? Like, I think mm -hmm. the running back committee works worked <laughs> great yeah. in Baltimore. You know what I mean? But, like, even they – like, eventually you got to pay somebody. And you don't want to pay him. Mm -hmm. And then you get you don't get the proper young guy in to replace that veteran you're losing. Like, cause last year 
for instance, Baltimore had big trust, Mark Ingram. They had Gus Edwards and they had Dobbins and they used all three of them. Yeah. You know, like I'd say like 60, 30, 10, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this year they were going to go to like 70, 30 with Dobbins and Edwards, but they didn't get a younger guy to replace Ingram. You know what I mean? So like they didn't want to pay Ingram, but they also didn't replenish his numbers in the backfield. So I think it's going to vary on that. You know what I mean? Because I think uh, a team like Denver, for instance, has a right. they brought in a young guy, but they also very much so are going to lean on Melvin Gordon. So I think yeah, I think if you have a chance, I think it, it's the goal is to have more than run bun- running back um, that right. you're you can rely on and you're excited about. Especially we see all the injuries. Good God, uh, but I think uh, sometimes it just doesn't fall in your lap, and you got to lean harder on one guy. Yeah, I I can definitely agree with that. And it just it brings in more questions because now, like, I think if your scheme is is a one, then, yes, you can have a running back by committee because a la San Francisco, but um, and, and Baltimore for that for that instance. But like if you don't have if the scheme doesn't call for it and then you try running back by committee, now you're getting into the question of, okay, well, how much do I play this guy? You got to worry about touches, numbers, stuff like that. Whereas if your scheme isn't that great and you just have one dynamic guy, all right, just that I can do whatever I need him to do. Let's go. Right. You know I definitely saying? think it has to happen organically. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you're a one guy, top guy running back team or you're a committee, I think you just got to put in what works. Like, because those years that the 49ers just played, you know, Mostert and Coleman, and, and you know, it just it worked. And, you know, each, yeah. each running back um, brought something different to the table. So you had these set of packages and these set of plays for this guy. You had right. the same thing for this guy. So I, th- I think, I think uh, it depends on your offensive coordinator, how creative he wants to get, you know what I mean? How many schemes and, and plays he wants to come up with for each guy. But, I definitely can see out of necessity with the injury bug, you know, one way or the other. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I like, I I don't know. I just had to, I had to ask that question. That was a great question. It had me thinking. I definitely didn't know about Yeah, yeah. See, Seahawks in the (laughs) – (laughs) um yeah seahawks colts man good matchup cowboys bucks drew had bill steelers and uh packers and saints which is i i'm very intrigued by that matchup i think you you sold me um and uh i'll I'll, i'm gonna get with you off the air i'm gonna get with you off the air uh about um watching the games and stuff like that because uh i got 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 a little little trick of the trade um yeah 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 but uh just we do we do need to talk about that one though we do need to talk about cleveland and oh uh, definitely and uh, casey because i got a fun little stat man that i saw today uh patrick mahomes doesn't lose in september Mm. so that's they really don't dude he's got a 32 to nothing td to int ratio for the month of september man that's crazy. Like He's undefeated it, in his career in September, he throws nothing but touchdowns. The only thing that that makes me think of is yes, Andy Andy Reid is scheming his ass off for the first four teams during the you know knowing what he's getting. Um, and two, he's due for a loss. Like he's got to be due <laughs> for a loss. Fair. 
yeah. you know, and this might be it, bro. This Cleveland team, I think, I think they're up for it. And and if this if this game was week two or three, I I think Chiefs. Week one, I'm thinking Browns. Bro. Think the Browns can catch Browns. them off guard yeah. in, the, in, the, in the first week. All right, man. I yeah. think it's definitely going to be interesting. I disagree. I think it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> I think at the end of the game, uh, Baker's going to go down. Here, I'm calling it right now. Baker's going to go down and score a go-ahead touchdown with, like, two minutes left. Ooh, but then everyone's okay. going to be like, you gave Patty too much time. Yeah. And he's going to go down and score. I think it's definitely going to come down to who has the ball at the end of the game. Well, yeah, I mean, you know it, it could. Story, Sean, I got to have my story. I know, I know, I know. I, like, and I, I think it could come down to it. I think it, it probably actually probably does, but it winds up being like a 10-point game just due to like a 10, 14-point game just due to a late score. And, and yeah. you know, that's it. But uh, I – I just want to I, I want to know how it's going to turn out like I I, I want to watch the game but I want to know what happens like d- does Chubb and Hunt go off or like does Tyreek Hill wind up just being too much for the secondary like I, I don't think that's going to happen but I, I I just there's so many ways that this game can go which is why it arguably should be the game of the week and it's it is it is the 425 game i get it but uh if they if they flex the week one game i would not be unhappy with that you know what i'm saying put it up put it on uh prime time man why not why not well uh it's uh you know we last year we had such a fun time with our locks uh each week me and sean are gonna guarantee a winner and guarantee a loser uh, and we will te- keep tabs of mine and his record the entire year. Uh, and it Got came to. down to the Super Bowl. We were tied neck and neck going into the Super Bowl. He picked the champ. I picked the not champ. But <laughs> he won. And the champ year. is here. <laughs> so we got our locks guaranteed to, guaranteed to lose this week, Sean. Who do you have? Guaranteed to lose. Ooh, uh, guaranteed to lose. I forgot we do them this way. I was picking, yeah. uh, I was picking two winners. No, nah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Don't catch me off guard, Drew. I'm ready. Damn it. Uh, going for we're not the Raiders are guaranteed to lose this week. The Raiders, uh, I, Drew, what is happening in Las Vegas, man? That Raiders Twitter is. Mad, like who's I mean, is who's head do they, they want to play? Bro, they cut Tanner Muse, uh, which was like their third round pick, and like they're like, what is like who is going to be scapegoat here? Like when this goes bad, Gruden. and it's looking like it's going to go bad. Uh, I don't know, man. Here. We talk about it all the time, man. My man ain't gonna make it ten years. We do. I love. I will say that, like, of course, that no, no, nobody gave credit to the nickel and dime football show. But like, we asked the question whether or not if this year goes bad, whether Gruden was going to be fired. And I just saw that article go national with them asking that question. You got it here first. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. That's all I'm saying. Button. Yep. All right. Well, my guarantee to lose this week, and it hurts me to say this because I do have them doing pretty well this year. I just think they get caught off guard. I got the old football team losing to the Chargers. Week one. Man, yeah, yeah, that's right. You and Matt was high on them Chargers, man. I don't know. 
I got I got the charge. I got Justin Herbert, uh, best in Fitz Magic week one. All right, all right. Uh, man, that that's another. I'm I, I and Logan Thomas is my tight end. I think he's having a sneaky good year too. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see. I'm watching that game because like uh, the, my tight end position is the one. I'm like I don't know. Let's yeah. see what Logan Thomas does. That's you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm I just got curious. Waller early on and said screw it. Right. But then again, mm. if we're talking things fall apart in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I We knew from the start that things fall apart. They tend to shatter. Black thought, the roots. Uh, ah, so who I got guaranteed to win? Yeah, who you got guaranteed to win? Oh, man, I like. Mm, 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 mm. I'm guaranteed to win. I'm tempted I had this other team, but like guaranteed to win. Guaranteed. I I gotta do it. My heart, my gut, and my heart is telling me to do it right now. It's gotta be the Green Bay Packers yeah. over the New Orleans Saints. I gotta go guaranteed to win, man. AA Ron, come on, baby. Don't I make like me look it, like man. a fool, AA Ron. Hey, he ain't go, he ain't gonna let you down, man. He ain't gonna let you so. like my like my fantasy team name says. It's Mister Rogers' neighborhood. We're just living it. We just living in it. And rent rent's cheap. He's a nice guy, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh yeah. my guaranteed to win this week. They're saying they ain't done yet in the AFC East. New quarterback. Who this? We got Mac Attack. Oh Tua and Miami in week. Wow. 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 Dolphins. Ah, uh, I I wasn't even thinking about that, man. Like I was like, Patriots, Dolphins, could it, it's going to be a good game because of what the Dolphins have and what the Patriots are bringing to the table now. I for completely forgot about Mac Jones, so that means Mac he's getting Jones. his first dub. Mac yep. Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, can't. I mean, R.I.P. Cam. Can't call him Mac and Cheese no more. I know that's why I went back <laughs> to that. I didn't want to disrespect. <laughs> Oh man! It's, I had to drop the mac and cheese, and Susan Cam wasn't there no more. Yeah, yeah. I hope I it. hope someone at camp at, at camp that next week, or like the next day, someone walked up to Mac Jones like mac and cheese, and he's like, "No, <laughs> it's not mac and cheese anymore." <laughs> respect yeah. that man. You respect him. Flowers. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get out of here, man, I got a stump Sudsy. Uh, this is another segment we did a lot of last year. Uh, where I got a, a trivia question, we usually try to t- gear it towards Bucks trivia, because uh, I don't know if you've heard this or not, uh, but my co-host Sean Souther is a Bucks fan. Yeah, uh, just a little one. So this stump Sudsy this week, I got uh, Jameis is the New Orleans starter. He threw thirty ints for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2019. That, yep. however, is not the most interceptions thrown by a Tampa Bay quarterback in a single season who Ooh. is number one on that list uh I want to say Vinny Testaverde boom got it his second year with the team he threw 35 picks in 19 yeah yeah Vinny was throwing them picks man Vinny was throwing them Ooh, he had a yeah. great career though man my man played yeah he did he did that was probably part of the reason we got rid of him but like had they stayed the course I think they probably would have been happy with what they got you know considering I, I'm gonna double down real quick because we, we were supposed to have our, our buddy Chris Mara with us today 
Um, but right. timing got messed up. But we'll have him back later this week. So I'm going to throw you his Giants-related trivia question and see if you can Nice. Uh, which linebacker mm-hmm. ranks number one in total tackles the last three seasons combined? Linebacker. Oof. Who, no, okay, so I'm imagine that it's a Giants-related player. Um, last three seasons, so he's going to be – oh, why, why am I thinking Milano? No, it's not Milano. Uh, who is ah? God, I, it's like right on tip of my tongue, but like Matt Milano is who I'm thinking of. But I know it's not Matt Milano because he plays for the Bills. You know what I'm saying? But like I cannot think of this guy's name. Ah, uh, oh, all right, I'm not gonna think of it. Who who is it? Blake Martinez. I knew it. God, I wanted to just say it was a white linebacker. I knew it was a white linebacker. God damn it! And I cannot think of his name. When you were saying Milano, I was like, oh, man, he is right there. Bro, I, I, <laughs> and I had it. I had it. You did. I you had did. it. My man Blake. God damn. That was pretty. That I is not that. an indictment of white linebackers. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was number one for total tackles the last three years. Good for him. Damn, man, I mean, like, he's the tackling machine. Like, yeah. that's not been the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's always there. Um, I think they just they just want him to be able to – you know, intercept and for you know, like all the other stuff aside from tackles, but that, that's never been a question with Blake Martinez. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, cool. Damn it. Matt Milano <laughs> messing this up. <laughs> well, week one, nickel and dime in the books. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tune in with us uh, next week. We'll get into more stuff. We'll gradually start bringing in more segments from last year. Uh, just, and we're, uh, we got a different, little bit different format this year. We're going to have guests throughout, uh, you know, people yeah. that have been fans of the podcast and just friends of ours that are also football fans. Uh, you'll probably recognize a couple of them from my team updates, which, by the way, get those in. We haven't gotten yes. any submissions for this new season yet. So send us some After in. week one, we, we want to know. We you know? Wanna, I want to know. <laughs> Sean, where can they find you on the social media? course man at the kid suds on twitter at nickel underscore dom fb uh on twitter as well and the illustrious at nickel underscore dom football on ig drew what about you bro uh as always check everything out on drew harrison comedy.com we're on the road so if we're in the city near you come see a show uh instagram at laugh with harrison uh yeah we got football Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.